reversing my weekly market review, February 26th, 2023. For all the different feel of this market in 2023, the price action is revealing that it is actually broadly still behaving much as it did in 2022. It's still being driven by Fed expectations, and those expectations are being determined by earnings and economic data. In January, the data was mostly better than feared, and the market developed the view that the Fed was close to ending rate hikes, and that end of 2023 interest rates would actually be lower than they were at the end of 2022. Stocks rallied hard, and tech and growth names outperformed, including many of those that were slaughtered in 2022. Then came that stunning jobs report on February 3rd, showing over half a million new jobs created in a month, and everything began reversing. Since then, additional data, notably retail and wholesale inflation and retail sales, has swung the narrative pendulum back the other way. Now, the more accepted tale is that the Fed is in fact not close to done hiking, and that rates will remain high for a good while, even when they do finish raising them. Plus, no rate cuts for you in 2023. This new normal is reflected most obviously in the changing market expectations of interest rates. For example, the market now prices interest rates ending the year above 5% as almost a total certainty, where just a month ago, this likelihood was priced as a 50-50 toss-up. Minutes from the Federal Reserve's February meeting released on Wednesday showed that the central bank is still taking things very cautiously with its rate policy. And several committee members were pushing to raise interest rates by half a percent at the meeting rather than the eventually decided upon quarter of a percent rise. The Fed clearly believes that inflation risk outweighs the possibility of raising rates too far, too fast. The the minutes give no direct indication of what the Fed might do at its next meeting in March, but according to the CME Group's FedWatch tool, while a quarter of a percentage point rise in interest rates is still favoured as the most likely outcome next month, the futures market now prices the probability of a half-point percentage hike at 27%, as opposed to only 3% just a month ago. At around the same time, Walmart and Home Depot both highlighted the same phenomenon in their earnings guidance. Although supply chain problems are mostly abating, American consumers are now spending less on electronics, apparel, and home improvements, as inflation and evolving spending habits is now hitting demand for many of the more discretionary goods sold in stores. Unsurprisingly, the consumer cyclical sector, which is made up of the stocks of most of the companies who produce and sell more discretionary type goods in stores and online, was the worst performing sector last week. In its second estimate of fourth quarter 2022 GDP, gross domestic product, the Bureau of Economic Analysis reported that the U.S. economy grew at an annual rate of 2.7%, down from the first estimate of 2.9, compared to projections of 2.5. In the third quarter of 2022, the final estimate had been 3.2. 
The stock market initially seemed dazed and confused in response to all this, wandering around without much purpose, crossing from red to green and back again several times. What finally seemed to nudge the market in one direction was the release of the Personal Consumption Expenditures PCE Price Index. This is the Fed's preferred gauge of inflation, which it uses to guide its interest rate decisions more than any other indicator. That kind of makes it the most important piece of economic data these days. We learned that it rose 0.6% in January, more than the expected 0.4% rise and well up from December's 0.3% increase. The index was up 5.4% from a year ago, accelerating a bit from December's 5.3%, but more importantly, much higher than the 4.3% rate that had been expected. The core PCE rate, which excludes more volatile food and energy prices, also climbed by more than estimates. This was a blow for those hoping for a swift pivot in the Fed's higher interest rate policy. It finally prompted the markets to make a directional decision and stocks started to accelerate sharply lower to end the holiday shortened week down 2.7% in the case of the S&P 500 and 3.3% in the case of the Nasdaq. There was a general sense, however, that the market was actually showing a degree of resilience most of the time, with stock prices heading lower, but in a somewhat orderly fashion. The feeling is that this resilience could stay in place as long as, one, economic growth doesn't roll over hard, and two, the Fed does not signal that peak interest rates will be substantially above its current 5.1% expectation. Any indication of an expectation of above, say, 5.4% will likely be met by a steeper fall in stock prices and an alarming jump in bond yields. Interestingly, a number of analysts are starting to express a degree of skepticism around the validity of some of the recent economic data, which has included some remarkably quirky numbers indicating a very strong economy and a stubborn level of both inflation and job creation. Owing to unusual seasonal adjustments that may be impacting the results, if this is indeed the case, and there's something of a walk back in the revised data, which we'll hear about in the coming weeks, we could see a sharp reversal in the broadly bearish sentiment that first emerged from that crazy jobs report of February 3rd.